0: (laughs) Welcome to Supply Chain Radio. My name is Greg Kiefer, and today I'm joined yet again by Mr. Richard Barnett. Richard, hi. Welcome to the show. Hello, Greg. So, retail seasonality is a very common topic on our show. We talk a lot about the holidays, and, you know, Valentine's Day is around the corner, and I thought maybe we would spend a little bit of time talking about the Valentine's Day supply chain. And, you know, that's a little different holiday. That's got a slightly narrower merchandise mix. You know, it's kind of sure. candy and cards and flowers, yeah. right? Yeah. And it's pretty short. It's not very short, right? So what are your thoughts on that? What are some of the things you feel or see in the world of the Valentine's supply chain?
1: Well, it's so funny to try to look at sometimes these big events, these big holidays from a supply chain perspective, because it kind of removes the charm, right? We have this kind of mystique around Valentine's Day. You know, that is definitely a day that you don't want to forget, right? You could be in some serious trouble with your partner or loved one. Did you know that Valentine's Day really started in the 1300s in Europe? I mean, I a lot, of these, a lot of these holidays were retail invented holidays, sure. right? A retailer promoted the holiday and then it became Father's Day, you know, or whatever day to get some kind of big event for promotion or sale. And then particularly in America, we've adopted those holidays and really institutionalized them very quickly. But Valentine's Day goes back it's got real authentic. It goes back to the 1840s is when the first mass-produced Valentine's Day cards were produced and sold in the United States. So we've got a lot of experience with Valentine's Day. I mean, we've got roots here, right? But here's some of the statistics are pretty amazing, though, because how much do you think we spend in the U.S. just on the candies and the flowers and stuff before Valentine's Day?
0: Wow. I'm going to say there's a B in it, but I mean, that's as far as I can go. Fourteen billion dollars.
1: Wow. Incredible. Right. We'll have to look at the results for twenty sixteen, but I'm sure it'll probably exceed some of the all time records. Eight point nine or nine billion of that is actually spent on sparkling wine, which I didn't know. I would have thought it was mostly on flowers, right? Yeah, for flowers example. and candy. Yeah. Right, and candy. So I mean it's a huge event for the entire candy industry. Right. I mean, I, I've worked with some of the largest chocolate producers and they can make anywhere between twenty to thirty percent of their annualized volume of sales. In the week of Valentine's Day, which is just incredible. So if you're in that business, right, if you're counting on 20, 30, 40 percent of your annual sales to happen over a two, three, four day period, think about the stress on the supply chain. I mean, that is that's pretty intense. right? You know, it makes
0: you think, too, because the people that probably buy the bulk are guys and guys are not doing weeks in advance they are going at it last I'm minute guilty <laughs> guilty as charged very last minute. as am i as am i
1: but look even if you're really good right and you do the online florist and you schedule it that florist is still working with a network typically of independent florists right in their in their area and they're working with global suppliers though. what do you think the lead time for flowers are into the u.s market To hit Valentine's
0: Day correctly. Can't imagine what their shelf life is. It's got to be a couple of weeks max.
1: Max. The average lead time is 24 hours.
0: Wow. I believe that. Okay. So they're
1: going from farm to the florist location, nearby location, within a day. Is that international too? That's international. So it's I, mean, all and that's, I mean, that acceleration has occurred really in the last few years, but now they're getting down to, I mean, that's the standard is 24 hours from a farm or a fields in, um, in Latin America, typically. Right. Like in Colombia, for example, to, um, you know, a small town in Midwest America, let's say. Right? right. And the local florist that's going on there. UPS adds 130 flight segments just to deal with the surge in deliveries during that period of time. What goes on behind the scenes there is just amazing. Now, Greg, is it worth it that we've got this incredible agile supply chain that everyone's trying to scramble just so we look good with our significant
0: others and get the flowers there on time? Well, you know, like I said, a failure is not an option in this one. (laughs) <laughs>
1: this is mission you know, critical supply chain activity. You know, it's, right? it's
0: one thing to run out of TVs during a sale. Right. It's another thing to not have flowers for your wife. That right. Is, uh, that is right. definitely fair. Replications is are, yeah.
1: This is a high impact uh, business that we're in, right? You know, it could be awful. Well, hoping that all those who are listening to this uh, make the appropriate calls and plan appropriately. But if you're scrambling and sometimes you're like me and you're doing the absolute last minute thing because you almost forgot, don't worry. The global supply chain is ready to help. And
0: it really is. I mean, it, it works, you know, like everything else. It's yet another season. You know, it is a short season, and we see this all the time in retail where these guys are creating more and more of these seasons all the time. You know, Black Friday. Yeah. We have St. Paddy's Day coming yeah. right up, right? Yeah. And then from there it goes yeah. to spring and Easter. And, you know, I don't know how many they are, what the count is these yeah. days, but it's a lot, yeah. you know? And they vary in size and scale. Yeah. And, you know, the supply chains being global, Who would have thought that you'd source flowers overseas, right? Uh, That's just a great example of the kind of complexity and agility and velocity that these companies need to have. That we just
1: take for granted sometimes as a consumer. It's so interesting we just pause and take a step back and go – What is the global supply chain around just that event, right, for that day? Take any of these holidays. It's incredible. Yeah, well, maybe it might be
0: that, you know, because of technology, and Mm -hmm. we are technologists at the core here. Yes, we are. makes that more possible, say, than it was a decade ago. Yes. You know, like, you wonder if we were reading those stats a decade ago, if it really was from the farm down the street, you know? Right. Well, I think there was a lot more of that. I mean, with the globalization, the level of agility that's exercised there is just unbelievable. Right. Well, it's a good holiday. Hopefully, we'll all, uh, we won't miss that deadline. right. And make sure that we deliver as expected, as they say. And have a very successful Valentine's Day. I wish you the best out there. Yeah, so good luck to all. This is Supply Chain Radio. We are signing out.